on last week's Irrevelations. God's like, yes, you are evil and wicked and I hate you. But because I love David so much, I'm going to turn a blind eye to it. So no more lot lizards at the shrine. Seems a little weird that they used God's money to wage a war on God's people. And God's just like, cool. He did not spare a single male of Basha's family whether relative or friend. So God finds another man of God is like, hey, tell Basha he done f***ed up and I'm going to kill his entire family. It sucks. But yeah, it's funny too. A lot of things that suck are funny, I guess. Before we turn to the word, I would like to can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. God, I am America. Death in the Bible for killing innocent souls are in hell now burning now. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Did you hear what, what Asa, uh, King Asa, was talking to uh, one of his uh, officials in the court? Okay. Who was like, you know, King Asa, I don't know if I should like... He's like, I want to hear more about your reign and how you're going to run things around here in Judah. Because, you know, right. is, there's also Israel. There's the king in Israel, whatever his name is, Ahab or something. And Ace is like, listen to me. Listen to me. If you're having trouble deciding between me and him, then you ain't a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo that guy is. What a son of a bitch. Uh, it's funny. Obviously referencing Joe Biden. Yes, Joe Biden. You know, it, the it's about time someone sp- had the courage to tell black people how black they are. <laughs> And I need an 80-something-plus-old white guy to Hell do it yeah. for me. Yeah, get it a segregationist. <laughs> it's a segregationist. Be like, listen, I, I was there. I was there when we decided how black people were. Well, yeah. It was the paper bag test. And now it's who you vote for. <laughs> Is there anyone more qualified to judge color than a segregationist? I mean, that's literally their that's they do, his job. separate yeah. colors. Yeah. He was like, like that's how he's gonna do it. Like, like he's gonna get up people's voters' registration. Like, no, 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 you can't use that fucking water fountain. That's not for you. What are you? You trying to turn the, the White House into a racial jungle? <laughs> get off the bus. Also a Joe Biden quote. If you were <laughs> yeah, we'll throw that one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's about time. It's about time somebody had the balls, the courage, the chutzpah, that's you know, funny. to just tell people if they're black enough. The, uh, I saw this morning that the Trump team, had, Trump campaign has already started making the shirts, the uh, You Ain't Black shirts. <laughs> it took 24 hours for them to start pumping They're those They're quick. Out. They're quick. Jesus. I, I, I don't know. I'm not – I'm concerned about Biden's chances against Trump. I, yeah, it's, I, I'm uh, hearing a lot of confident Democrats be like, no, people are sick of him. People can see he's a retard. I'm like, people saw he was a retard the first time. Yeah. Look at the polls. Look, Look at, at the, the polls. polls. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you. Nate Silver told us <laughs> yeah, that like, Hillary's going to not... I mean, Biden's going to win. Yeah, Sorry. So, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, it just, it just, it doesn't seem like it has the energy it needs. But who knows? 
Uh, I it's a world am, gone mad. I'm just worried that there aren't enough black men who are going to vote for Biden and prove prove to Biden that they're black enough. But but he's doing everything he can to swim them over. <laughs> It would be, I, I, I think it would be kind of funny if there was like, well, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm on the fence, who should I vote for? How about you fuck yourself? Like, all right, shit. <laughs> hey, listen here, okay. fat. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you stupid, poor son of a bitch. I had to punch you in the mouth. I like Biden. I don't know. It's kind of now I'm turning around, you know? I, I, Honestly, I, I like the edge. <laughs> yeah, fucking come with it, you know? Uh, throw some, call someone a cunt. That's what I would do. You know, just go, just go for gold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you, if you want to be, if you want to beat the best, aka the Trumpster, the professor Donald Trump, then you got to bring some of that heat like he does. Say the other Biden. You got to be a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He already, Uh, he already started getting the rape allegations out. All right. So we're toe to toe there. there. Yeah. He's now working in the racism. <laughs> if if I'll tell you what, if Joe Biden denies the Holocaust, he's got my vote. <laughs> oh no! Does he have a Does he have a daughter that he could try to fuck? That would help. I don't know because <laughs> that would no, just his son. Uh, he'd have to get a shovel first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait. He has a living son though, so that doesn't work. That's not the one I'm talking about. That's not the oh, one I'm okay. interested in. Cool, cool, cool. Honestly, I want Hunter Biden to be his vice president. That would be badass. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. If if uh, if Donald Trump could be like, yeah, I'd fuck my daughter, and he could still win, you gotta you gotta go deeper. You'd be like, I fuck literally her six chronic- feet deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you think I'm not oh, a man? No. You think I'm not the kind of man that rapes his own son's corpse? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're off the rails today. This is this is horrible content. <laughs> You want to know about my feelings on abortion? Oh, my God. No, no one asked for that. I will just kill children. Oh, my I'll keep them around for later. Oh, man. Well. Speaking of... Um, oh, God. Speaking of uh, degeneracy in the nation. Uh, yeah. We're talking about uh, a bunch of uh, filthy Canaanite women and their Jew... Oppressors. Co-oppressors, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they all suck. Welcome to the uh, Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Deluski. And I'm Grant DeVoice. This is the podcast that uh, reads the Bible so that you don't have to. Because yeah. you should Look where, I mean, we read the Bible. Yeah, and listen to our filthy mouths. So yeah. it's the, correlation it's, does prove causation, yeah. I think. We're poster children. The, I feel like the deeper that I let the Lord into my heart, the shittier I am. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I I I'll be on the bus, and I'll be reading <laughs> the Bible, you know. Okay. And some be, and like someone will be like, "Oh, how's that doing?" I'm like, "Back the fuck off, you heathen piece of shit." Do you nice. are you Egyptian? And I just pull my knife out. Yeah. <laughs> they like the Egyptians, though. I think that okay. Hot. Here's my hot take for the episode. Right. I think the Israelites kind of have like a uh, domin like a dominatrix obsession with the Egyptians, right? Like, don't like you a, think... Like a sub-obsession? Yeah. Like, step on me, Egypt. Yeah, yeah, BDSM. Yeah. Don't you yeah. think that whenever Solomon brought that Egyptian princess into his house, that it was like, oh, I'm your slave boy, remember? Like, back, like don't you think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could see it. I could yeah. see it. 
Yeah. That's it's why kinda uh, it's kind of yeah, hot. It is kind of hot. I, he just like whipped me like a good slave. And she's like, yeah. She's like making him build Lego pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, that's a. Uh, that's all in the past. Today we're on episode eighty-seven, and we're in the, no longer in, you know, the book of Exodus. Whenever that happened, we're in the book of First Kings, chapter seventeen. We're kicking off. Yeah, seventeen. Uh, we are starting the story of Elijah. Uh, yes, I've heard of this guy. Ooh, um, that's barely, nice. barely. This is how I remember. I was at um. So I didn't get invited to Passover this year. I'm thinking it's because of the <laughs> okay. pandemic, but last Passover, I was invited to someone's home, and uh, the I guy leading the Passover, yeah, yeah, not even circumcised. I kept bringing it up. I'm like, I'm not going to take some uncut fucking guy giving yeah. me a filter fish, whatever the fuck. That's bullshit. But part of it was they were like, oh, yeah, and then we, we filled this wine glass for Elijah. And I was like, who's Elijah? And they're like, he's a prophet. Shut up. We're continuing <laughs> on. And I was like, all right. I guess fuck, nice. my, I guess fuck me, I guess. I'm yeah, probably, definitely. I mean, I definitely you. deserved it, but. Correct. So that's, that's as much as I've heard of Elijah. Was that you know, I, the, guess he's a, I guess he's what, a, a consistent guest at Passover. Yeah, sure is. What I remember most about Elijah is honestly that there was two guys with very similar names in the same time period that both did like the same shit, Elijah and Elisha. And it's always like, <laughs> like a constant joke in Sunday schools. is like, Oh, which one? <laughs> Elijah, Elisha, which one's which? <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like I've heard some version of that, like forced into a joke, probably hundred, 200 times. Well, what um, they're doing is they're just testing the room. It's a little bit of flirting. Like they're like, Hey, Elijah, Elijah. Mm-hmm. And then the one kid laughs like, Ooh, that's my, there he is. <laughs> Making some inroads. Could it be clapping them cheeks? <laughs> uh, yeah. So if I we're, start we're talking about the Bible. Episode, yeah, we're talking about Elijah. If, yeah. if I start crying this episode, you'll know why. We're talking yeah. about Elijah. We're in chapter 17 of First Kings. Let's kick it off. What's happening? Well, uh, Israel sucks, as per usual. Yes. It really, at this point, it kind of, you kind of wonder. What is the val- the validity of it? Are we really supposed to believe that God had the entire planet all to himself mm-hmm. and decided to put his chosen people into the middle of a fucking desert and they mm-hmm. suck? Yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, I, I I'm not quite sure. I'm not I'm not as up on Mesoamerican history as I used to be. But <laughs> okay. right now, I'm pretty sure the Taínos were figuring out that you could drink cactus juice and get fucked up. Oh yeah, and if yeah. I could have been anywhere. That's where I would have been. Uh, I absolutely agree on all all yeah, accounts. You know. But that's where the Mormons came from, I think, right, or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, we'll get to that. Okay, We're we'll doing the full trilogy later. and then the Muslim yeah, side yeah. story. You know? Hell yeah, I'm pumped. <laughs> Little fanfic. <clears throat> um. So what's happening? Like Cole said, Israel is fucking up once again. In the last episode, we were talking about Ahab, who had just come to power. He is, believe it or not, the worst king ever. The long, a long uh, line of worst kings ever. He's at the top of it. They're getting, you know, tumbling down the stairs, if you will. Um, um, give me, give me some context. You grew up in the church. What is the uh, like? How does the church parse that God keeps electing shitty kings? Um, we don't. It, we just look down on them. Yeah, you know, just, uh, it's just like these are the good guys. It, it's you know, I don't know if I ever went through it this linearly. 
Mm-hmm. So it was more like these are the good kings, these are the bad kings. And that was the separation as opposed to God having a fucking like an entire ball game worth of strikeouts. You know, like, <laughs> we didn't really look at it that way, I don't think. So and then one hit. Because I, I feel like, again, like if there was like the mayor and every chief of police immediately starts raping and killing. And yeah, you're like, hey, you know, like, I mean, okay, I'm okay blaming the, the guy that did the rape. That's fine. He does get the blame. But you're the one that keeps electing this guy. Doesn't at some point, what don't you take some responsibility, God? Right. Well, and also in this uh, analogy, the mayor is omnipotent and omniscient <laughs> and knows right. the actual hearts of these p- police chiefs that he's appointing. He knows that they're rapists and right. he knows the future. So he knows they're going to rape. Yeah. So it's even a little bit worse, I think, than your yeah. mayor analogy. They're like, they're like, so the background check came back serial rapist. They're like, yeah. And what did he say in the interview? He said, I'm going to rape. He he's going like, to rape yeah. everyone. All right. How do you like patrolling the ghetto? Um, Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, Ahab has been in charge for a little while. He is just fucking everything up. And in fact, he even brought in a uh, Sidonian princess named Jezebel, which that name just screams trouble, right? What a fucking slut. I can already tell. Yeah. So she comes in. She's all about bail and shit. And basically, uh, God's pissed and uh, is causing who's, all kinds of trouble. Who's king him. in Judah right now? Is it actually Jehoshaphat or is it still Asa? I, I'm trying I think to, it's Jehoshaphat. Let's yeah. well, hear pause. I, I think it'll clear it up later. But uh. So, yeah, because Omri became king in the 31st year of Asa, and he ruled for 12 years, which means, yep, Jehoshaphat would have been the king by the time that... Because uh, there's not going to be a lot of Asa mention had, of him. Yeah, in this Asa episode. had 41. Um, 41 years. So what we know is that, uh, Jehoshaphat is down in Judah. We're not really going to talk about him at all. I don't think, right? No, but just recognize there's still two Kings in Israel. Yep. There's There's the the Judah King King, and there's the Israel King, which is Ahab. So Ahab's a piece of shit. And there's this guy coming onto the scene named Elijah. He is from Tishbe. Which is in Gilead. Gilead, if you remember, is just on the other side of the Jordan River. It's where like uh, Joshua and clan were hanging out before they went and attacked Jericho. Right. So I think that's like where Moses died, isn't it? Like they. Yeah, they, I believe they, so. They set up shop in Gilead. Did, like, all right, you guys are going to go in there. I I did something about like some staff and some water. I can't go. Yeah. Very weird how kind of odd Gilead is because it keeps coming up in modern fiction. I mean, like uh, Stephen King alludes to it all the time. I think it's the name of the country and uh handmaid's tale. I don't know why. Oh, I, it's I don't consequential in the Bible. It does not. I mean, I guess there were some important battles there and God came down and had specific actions in there, but not really any more than, but I mean, also, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's popular, uh, popular culture. Um, Jericho. Yeah, and, that's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Fair enough. You know. So and people are named Joshua still. So and, and Jericho's <laughs> not particularly. A, <laughs> and, and I think in the last episode we kind of mentioned it, but someone rebuilt Jericho and died, and that was like a, I don't know if we're talking about that in this episode. Um, I don't know. I don't we'll really care. It. it doesn't matter. But th- yeah, there's some cities that come back, and some things happen, and people will latch on. It doesn't really matter. But Gilead. Yeah. This guy's from Gilead. Yeah. So Elijah is from Gilead. He is. Um, and he says to Ahab, now we don't get any introduction of really who he is. All we know is that he's this Tishbite. He goes up to Ahab and he says, listen, uh, as the Lord God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. That's a pretty bold thing to do. Go to this like tyrannical, evil, pagan king 
uh-huh. or Israelite king, but who worships pagan gods, and being like, hey, guess what? You fucked up. You're not getting any rain unless I want you to get rain, basically. Daddy's in charge. Yeah. Um, bold, bold move, for sure. So, of course, what happens is he has to fucking flee. Ahab wants to kill him. Um, I, I enjoy... It seems like such a common theme that it's so important to just explain how powerful God is. You know, like it's just such sure. a point. By the way, he's shutting off the rain. It, it, but it's such a ham-fisted, violent sort of like. By the way, everyone here is going to starve. He says, "You fuckers don't deserve water." And it's like, well, you know, it, it, it's like that kid who's like, "I bet my dad could beat up your dad," but he's like, got his arm in a sling. He's got a black eye, and you're like, "I guess." <laughs> if he ever took a break from kicking your ass, like maybe. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I like at least my dad's tough. I'm like, I, it's not working out for you. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird thing to brag about for sure. Yeah. My dad's got the biggest dick. I'm like, I don't want to know that. Why are you? Most, I have the the peak dilation of sphincter. <laughs> yeah, like weird flex. Uh, gross. So, anyways, um, God tells him, "Look, Elijah, you're gonna be chased." He he directs him to run towards the Kareth Ravine, which is on the east side of the Jordan, much like Gilead. Um, and stay there. And God says, listen, I'm going to have ravens bring you bread. There's going to be a little brook there for you to drink out of. You're going to be fine. So this is I, like, if God had written Lord of the Rings trilogy, this is how the eagles would have just fucking flown. Them, oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I was going to say, so, so to note, he's going to Brook Sharith, which I guess is at the mouth of where the Jordan flows into Israel. Okay. So yeah. it's So if there was a drought and the mountains were drying up, it is essentially the last place there would be water. You know, yeah. it's going to dry that from base the river to the mouth. So he, he basically is like, hey, there's going to be a drought. I want you to hide out in the last place where the water is going to be. And so it's really f- pretty scientific. It's not so supernatural it's as it kind sounds. Kind of smart. Kind of smart. Yeah. Uh, and he's being fed by ravens, which is which also is gross. cool. Ravens no. eat flesh. Birds are fucking gross, period. Birds are I gross. I don't care. Yeah. Name one type of bird that's not gross. Go. I bet you can't. I mean, I raise chickens and they're disgusting. Gross. Yeah, they're filthy, nasty. feathered rats. Um, yeah. But ravens are just famous for eating flesh. So when it says they like brought him meat, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is clearly an eye, <laughs> a human eyeball. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty gross. They bring him bread and meat from carry on. I'm assuming, yeah. and uh, it, you know he's hanging out there for a while, and sure enough, eventually the brook dries up. Because there hadn't been any rain. I guess that happens when God is a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Take that, children. <laughs> and my prophet. Yeah. But there's a crippled guy who just died in his home alone. Oh, yeah. Just oh, yeah. like, I'm so thirsty. And God was like, teehee, teehee. <laughs> Sorry, your king is worshiping the wrong gods. You Sorry, 400 miles away, someone killed a bull for the wrong god, you little bitch. Yeah. Everyone hey, suffers. He's a jealous, angry, as mean as fuck God, so... Better watch the fuck out. Yeah, we probably should watch out, actually, speaking of that. Probably. Maybe, like, ask forgiveness later. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> God comes to Elijah again because the brook's dried up, and he's like, listen, you're going to have to go to a place called Zarephath. It's in Sidon, which, interestingly enough, is where Jezebel is from. He says, <laughs> you got to go to Sidon. There's a widow there, and she is going to take care of you. She's going to feed you from now on. So he goes, as God said, 
comes to the town gate. And sure enough, there's this widow hanging out gathering sticks. I don't know how you could tell she was a widow. I'm guessing she didn't have as many bruises as the other women. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, she, he sees a woman gathering a bundle of sticks. I'm not sure if there's a better word for that. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Man. This Topical. is good comedy. Yeah. Just anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so... She's just collecting sticks, mighty sticks, a big old group of sticks. And uh, he's like, hey, can I get some water? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll get you some water, you know. And he's like, oh, also, can I have some bread? This choosy beggar just a, sees a widow. This is the origin of the if you give a moose a muffin story. <laughs> okay. You remember that? I, I, I think it was a mouse of cookie, but that's fine. You, you, no, there's you both. Were raised, you were raised wrong. There's anyway, both. Uh, no, it's not both. There's just... There's okay. one right, one wrong. Don't waste my time looking it up. I know you're wrong. Okay. If you give. <laughs> yeah, look at that. That says it. If you Fake give news. a moose a muffin. <laughs> okay, anyway, so uh, she gives the moose a muffin. He he asks for the water. She gets the water, but she's going to get the water. He's like, hey, and uh, some bread, too. You know. This is kind of funny. She's, he's like, also, can I get some bread? She's like, well, okay, we're in the middle of a fucking drought. Obviously, there's a fam to go with it. I don't have any bread. I just have some oil and some flour. I was going to make bread for me and my son. And he's like, oh, that's great. Just make me first. And then whatever's left over, you got it. You You left out the most important part of what she said. She didn't say, we're going to make it for my son. She said, I was um, gathering these sticks so that I could make a meal, you know, start a fire, make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she says. She's like, "Oh yeah, eat it and die." I didn't even. It's like it's like on a different page in my book. I, I kind of missed that connection. She's yeah, on yeah, death she, row. It's their last meal. She's like, "Listen, we're we're dying. We just got a little bit of oil, a little bit of flour. We're gonna make some fucking pancakes and then die. I got a whole full day planned." Which it's is badass. great because she's he's she's like he's like, "Hey, can I have some bread?" She's like, "Well, I was just gonna fry up some dough and die." And he's like, "Okay, but before that, before you do that." Make me some cake and then go do what you were going to do. <laughs> Can we talk about how wild it is that th- this widow is resigned to making a last meal with her child and just dying? She's accepted it. There's no panic here. Right. She's been so downtrodden by her God that this is where she's at now. It's, she's it's like, fucking yeah. terrifying, really. Like, uh, like all, all, all there's just been rape and widespread murder and civil war after civil war. And, yeah. like, they're just like, I wonder what God has planned, if he's ever going to deliver us. And then all of a sudden, like, they're just like, did you hear? Did you hear what happened? Big old drought coming. She's like, well, fuck it. All right. Just <laughs> uh, time for some pancakes. <laughs> it definitely sucks. So, yeah, one last pancake. But he says, listen, don't be afraid. Go home. Do what you said you were going to do. But before you do it, make me a small loaf from what you have and bring it to me. And God, the God of Israel, who's been so good to you, you know, if you do this, if you bring me a loaf of bread, the God of Israel is going to make sure that your jar of flour and your jug of oil will never be used up until God sends rain back. So basically he says, what little you have is going to be stretched out um, until. uh, It's kind of interesting because that's kind of analogous to a lot of the shit you hear where like the church will be like, listen, I know you're, you know, unemployed. I know you lost your home. I know you, but listen, give me your money. And then you'll, <laughs> if, well, yes, that's and you'll be fine. Gospel, you'll be right? fine. Yeah. You know, listen, yeah. I know that you and your son are on death's fucking door. You have just enough food for one last meal, but before you eat, give me a piece and you're yeah. going to be fine. 
So this story is kind of reminiscent of like the Hanukkah miracle, right? Uh, with the eight days where the oil never ran out. Magic, magic oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So repeat, you know. I, I, I'm familiar with the work of David Blaine. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. So sure enough, she goes, she does what Elijah said. and She uh, had faith. Yeah. She had the faith. The jar of flour was never used up. The oil never ran dry. She just kept doing what God said. Not a Sometimes, very healthy diet, though. Yeah, it is. It's just fantastic. donuts all day long. Whole thirty. It's the whole thirty diet. <laughs> okay, you gotta carry your macros, bitch. I don't think yeah. I don't think a diet of flour and oil is. I mean, you weren't gonna live long anyway. I mean, honestly, you got some fat. You got some carbohydrates. I think that's you got enough. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, I would. You're not. You're not gonna be able to maintain a heavy lifting regimen. But whatever yeah. fungal growth there is in the, <laughs> in this never-ending thing. Right. So it works. She had faith. She gave some fucking homeless beggar some bread. He turned out all right. But because God has a sense of humor, the story doesn't end here. Because sure enough, sometimes later, sometime later, the uh, son of the woman who owned the house became ill. <laughs> yeah, take that. Oh, did you think you were going to do a good deed for the man of God? Here's your faith. And I think this just goes to, well, I'll get there in a second. So basically, he gets worse and worse and finally stops breathing. So she goes to Elijah. She's like, what the fuck? Why? Why does your God hate me? Why are you, like, I take you in. I take care of you. What's going on? Why is God such a dick? And he's like, okay, listen, listen, listen. He goes to God. He's like, Lord, please. Like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. He's like, so, God, uh, quick question. Uh, one question for you. Why? Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Did you send me here all this shit just to let some kid die? Like, I... Like, I'm okay with some innocent children death, okay? Obviously, that's part and parcel with the fucking whole God thing. But this kid, I don't think he really did anything. And it's kind of interesting because the widow, I think I think there's a little bit of context. Like, the widow goes, did you come here to remind me of my sin and take my child for it? So Which would be I, funny. Which would be funny. He's like, he's yeah. just eating the bread like, oh, that meal was delicious. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you remember, but 20 years ago. Uh, you uh, profaned your parents. That's a no-no. That's a big no-no. So I'm gonna kill your kid. Hey, you know you gotta pay. You gotta reap what you sow, etc. So God hears Elijah's cry, brings the kid back to life. But well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you skip. How, how how does Elijah bring him back? Let's let, let's do it. Let's get into there. So what so uh, what does Elijah do? He takes the kid and he carries him off to his bedroom. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm just quoting here uh, seventeen twenty one, and he stretched himself out on the child three times, and cried out to the Lord and said, "O Lord my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him." So I don't know. Do you have a googleization on what it means to stretch yourself out over a child a couple of times? No, I think it's pretty obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta. I I, I find. It's a fine tradition that carries on in Protestant and Catholic uh, religious proceedings to this day. Yeah, you, you take a kid, you stretch yourself out on him a couple yeah. of times. Not stretch it once. out real hard. Like, after the second time, he's trying to leave, and you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> if we don't complete the ritual, uh, God's going to curse you or something? Yeah, so, and yeah. you can't tell anybody either. He does this weird thing where he planks on this kid. He does the plank challenge on this kid three times. Kid pops back up God to life. That shit. Presumably the kid was faking it. It was finally like, all right, this is it. This is too weird. I gotta go. You know? I just I'm didn't want to go. I just didn't want to go to school. But this is 
This is too <laughs> this much. Is, this is technically just a little bit worse than school. I um, I was watching this uh, stupid fucking show back when I used to have TV, but it was about like greatest warriors. It was kind of interesting. It was like five martial artists who were like traveling the world and like competing in like local. Like they would like they go to Japan and fight some karate just guys, beating they, up little tiny people. They in went Japan. to the Amazon and they were like they have like these wrestling competitions like in the jungle. okay. And one of the guys, like, hurt his back, and he was like, hold on. I, and they're like, don't worry. The shaman knows something. They're like, okay. I'll just have the shaman treat it. And the dude just starts blowing on his belly button while they're both naked. <laughs> and the guy's like, all right, I don't want to, like, offend the culture, but not my favorite thing to do. Have a dude just give me raspberries on my belly button next to my uncircumcised penis a couple inches from his face. It's not really. Which is slowly becoming engorged. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. But Thanks for sharing. You got to you got to get that heels on, you know. You yeah, I guess, I guess it's a fine tradition. That listen, listen. Like if I these said. rituals were easy, don't you think everybody would be doing it? That remind, yeah, exactly. Um, if magic tastes good, no one would yeah. drink Pepsi Cola. That's why. Right? That's what, you know. Obviously, this is what doctors would be doing if they weren't in the pockets of big pharma. Indeed. So, good. Good talk. Fuck vaccines. Uh, stretch yourself out over a kid a couple of times in private. So yes, through his stretching out himself uh, routine, he revives the child, picks the child up, walks back down into the uh, the main room of the house, and gives him to the mother and says, look, he's alive. And this is the weird part. The woman says to Elijah, now I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth, which is weird because he just made a literal handful of flour last yeah. for, I don't know, months. My, like dupli- that wasn't my duplication glitch didn't convince you? Which is insane, because what that tells me is that the writers of the Bible decided that they really needed to prove it, and the only way they could think of doing that was, like, a slightly erotic ritual with a child. Like, yeah. that was how we had like, to wedge he, that in. He was like, listen, 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 if you take me and your family, you'll win the lottery every day. And she's like, okay. And then, like, her car breaks down. He's like, I also fixed that. She's like, well, now I'm convinced. <laughs> You're a prophet. So that's the end of chapter 17, the story that sounds, of That story sounds familiar. Is there a story where Jesus, like, makes a bunch of food come out of nothing and then revives a dead guy? Yeah. <laughs> he does both of those things. <laughs> Elijah is like a pre-Jesus. Pre-Jesus. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's it for chapter 17. Kind of a... I don't know. I mean, is it just to be like... As the reader, I'm like, wow, God is fucking great. He fed him with some crows. He made some magic bread. He revived a dead kid. Some yeah, kind of weird. Like ritual, pretty cool. Weird that he didn't use the bird magic to just keep feeding the family. Yeah. Well, those ravens better, probably some got meat. tired. Yeah. yeah, sure. God's like, ravens are dicks. <laughs> let, me yeah. just, let me just trick a widow. Right. So uh, that's the end of chapter 17. On to chapter 18. Another character is going to be introduced here. So it has been uh, about three years since this shit popped off. And God comes to Elijah again and says, listen, time's up. You got to go fucking parlay with that Ahab, right? I've punished Israel a normal amount of time. I mean, I feel like a drought of like three years is like one of those things that just happens, you know, just a normal amount. The Dust Bowl. Right. Oh, I'm now I'm remembering. There was a part of the Bible, I think, that specifically dealt with droughts. Do you recall? Like, if a drought lasts more than seven years, it's no. definitely God. Do you remember that? No. Let, let, we'll, we'll do it in the recap. I, I almost okay. recall that there was something where if a drought lasts a normal amount of years, like less than three or seven, 
you're okay. like, okay, that's a normal amount of drought. Don't worry about it. But if yeah. it's more than a certain time frame, then the king is supposed to be like, okay, guys, what obviously someone fucked up. Let's talk to the yeah. priest. This is some divine drought. So I think okay. three years kind of like God had to let it go three years just to be like, hey, I told you. <laughs> That's all the pain and suffering was just so that. Yeah. If I just drowned you for two years, you might have been like, oh, okay. Well, then we really didn't need that quarantine. Yeah, NBD. Michigan overreacted. Very bizarre that that was going to be a requirement. Oh, nice. I see what you did there. So, uh, uh, very bizarre situation that, but it's been three years. Enough people have suffered. God's going to return the water, turn the spigot back on. Um, So, we know that uh, Elijah heads out to go find Ahab. Now there's been this like ridiculous famine um, in Samaria, which we're, what happened in Samaria recently? Didn't that's we just where Ahab have that? set up the capital. There we go. He bought some land in Samaria and he set up. Correct. <clears throat> so that's why. So, so Ahab summoned another character now that we're meeting named Obadiah, cool. uh, his palace administrator. Um, so I guess just like his, you know, right hand man, right? Yeah, it's like the guy who's CEO of a company until you're ready to take over. Exactly. So Obadiah was a devout believer in the Lord, the Bible tells us. He's actually a good guy, which is weird because he's the the second in command-ish, right? The the lackey of basically the worst king of all time, but he's cool. In fact, he's so cool that when Jezebel was killing off all of the good prophets, he managed to hide a hundred of them into some caves. It's like like Mengele, you know? Yeah, you work for a bad guy, but you're okay. I think obviously it's more of a Schindler, Oscar Schindler <laughs> situation. I don't know where you're going with this. He's very, uh, it's I, a very I wrote down Schindler. It's Oscar Schindler. Schindler, yeah, yeah. It's so he, he he is a Nazi, right? But he is doing a good thing. He's um, hiding from the, the boys. He's keeping them safe. He's using his position of power to save prophets. It's crazy though to me that there's a hundred fucking prophets to save. Like that is uh, that implies that a lot more than that died right how many it, fucking prophets it, it is kind of weird because when we finish elijah's story he kind of implies that he's the last prophet like you know what i mean um yes it does later which is weird but well i was going to get to that so, once we get to it yeah whatever but, so right now there's hundreds of prophets and in, obadiah in was caves. only able to sell, save 50 per cave and he only has the two caves so there yeah. you go so he has 100 prophets saved and, but that's like a secret, obviously. Ahab doesn't know. So Ahab comes to Obadiah, his palace administrator, and says, look, I need you to go through all the land to all the springs in the valley. Uh, we need to find some fucking grass to keep our horses and mules alive. So basically, go find what's still fertile. There's got to be little pockets of water, oasis type situation out there. Yeah, because otherwise we're going to have to, like, lay off some of these livestock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a.k.a. shoot them in the head. You have to furlough <laughs> them for a while. <laughs> Into our stomachs. I'll eat a fucking donkey. Oh, yeah. Um. So Ahab says, look, we're going to split up the land. You go this way. I go that way. Which is weird that the king is doing that, but fuck, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, who can you trust? It's the middle of a famine. If yeah, I say, right. I feel like the 80th person who's like, go find water. Like, that guy never came back. There's a bunch of guys <laughs> living at Oasis. Like, this place is badass. I'm going to tell fucking Ahab. <laughs> that actually does make sense. I that need you guys to go on. to the new country and find this gold mine. They're like, okay. Well, and, and you come right back once you find it, right? Like, totally. Yep. <laughs> Count on it. The land of milk and honey. Um, so Obadiah is walking around looking for shit. And sure enough, he runs into Elijah, who, of course, is looking for Ahab. 
And uh, Obadiah freaks out. He's like, whoa, whoa, is that actually you, Elijah? Like the infamous Elijah, the one that's on the <laughs> lamb running from Ahab because he's the one that brought this fucking drought that we're all dealing Basically with. Basically pre-Osama bin Laden. Yes. This is like running into Osama when you're at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, uh, aren't you the guy that caused this giant famine that's killing all these people that I'm running around trying to find water for? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, George, George, pick me up. <laughs> okay, so uh, they are they run into each other, and uh, Elijah says, hey, yeah, you know, it's me. Uh, I need you to do something. Go to Ahab. Tell him I'm here. I'm yeah. back now. Um, and Obadiah's like, okay, pump the brakes. I know what's going to happen here. I'm going to go find him. You're going to fucking split. I'm going to come <laughs> back. You're going to be gone. Ahab's going to kill me for letting you get away. Like this, I know this is fucking bullshit. I don't right, like Obadiah second. walks in on Elijah and is like, "Hey, aren't you Elijah?" He's like, "Hey, listen, here's the thing. Uh, yes, you just found the guy who is causing the deaths of all these Israelites and caused this yeah. drought. Okay, yes. So here's what you do. I actually meant for you to find me. You caught me. I need you to go to Ahab. I'm gonna hang out and then tell him that I'm, I'm here from now. It's like when you get like it's like when the cops bust into your home." And you just happen yeah. to run into them. And you're like, oh, I was just going to turn myself in. Why don't you guys run ahead and meet me at the station and just tell the chief I'm going to be there like like an hour. I got to run some errands first. Yeah. But it's weird because Obadiah, being a good guy, is kind of deferent to Elijah. So he's not going to say no, per se, but he does complain for a huge chunk. I, what, what We got like well, eight verses here. I, I think it's that if, if Elijah just be like, what's up? And Obadiah was like, hey, man. And they're like, okay, well, good seeing you. And they'd gone their own separate ways. It probably wouldn't have been a big deal. But he's like, oh, by the way, I need you to go to Ahab and tell him that you saw me and didn't do shit and tell him yeah. I'm coming for him. Like, okay, yeah. um, I don't want to do that. It's understandable. Um, but basically, Elijah says, look, as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, I will fucking show up. Don't worry. I'm not going to screw you over. So, Obadiah trusting Elijah here, goes and finds Ahab and says, hey, guess what? The Elijah, yeah, the guy that you want to kill, he's here. He's ready to fucking play ball. <laughs> he's so, ready to come to the table. Yeah. Ahab goes, meets with Elijah. He sees him and he says, is that you, you troubler of Israel? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. you got him. Hey, Elijah, is that you, you piece of shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> And Elijah says, listen, I didn't make any trouble for Israel. That was you and your dad and your family. In fact, you guys abandoned the Lord's commands. You're following the bales. You're fucking killing the, the good guys. You're being a complete piece of shit. So we're, it's time for a, a meet me at the flagpole type situation. We're going to have a little throwdown. <laughs> it's kind of like a, it's kind of like um, you watch Mad Men, right? Yeah. It's like when Don Draper had been fucking that comedian's wife. And the yeah. comedian then tells his wife, and he's like, you, oh, you yeah. fucked up my marriage. He's like, well, you're the one that fucked my wife. I don't know <laughs> why you think you have some moral high ground on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for Ahab to, to blame Elijah is, is kind of ironic. I can't uh, believe you punished me for all the evil I did. Look at all the problems you've made for me. Yeah, that's called the punishment you got. I don't know what the fucking tell you. At the same time, I get what Ahab's up to. He's having a good fucking time. Yeah, he's, he's like, just he's fucking bust. snitch. <laughs> yeah. No snitching, <laughs> Elijah. He's got this hot-ass wife that wants him to do weird shit. She's probably oh. kinky as fuck. Oh, Like, what are yeah. you going to do? 
His hands are tied. What, you think he's going to go to not having things stuck up his butthole? He likes that thumb. That's new. Oh, yeah, dude. This chick eats ass. I'm not fucking leaving her for nothing. No way. Ladies? God schmod, right? (laughs) Okay, so... Strongest uh, orgasm known to men. I'm not going to give that up. (laughs) So Elijah says, listen, get all your fucking people, get all the people of Israel, meet me on the top of Mount Carmel, and bring all those goddamn... uh, those prophets from um, Baal, 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 and uh, and Asherah, right? Um, so it's time for a showdown. He's like, meet me on Mount Carmel. Bring all your shitty fucking prophets that you've put over Israel instead of the ones that you know. So the real prophets are hiding out in caves, and all these shitty fucking prophets that you're just letting run loose. Bring them to me at Mount Carmel. We'll settle this shit. Yeah, one v one me. Elijah kind of well, coming off like a badass right now. Yeah, one one v eight hundred and fifty me. I guess <laughs> yeah. this more accurate. Yeah. Um, so sure enough, Ahab for some goddamn reason listens to this. I don't know why. I guess because he, I guess his, his hands are kind of tied because of the drought, and well, he's superstitious enough to believe that this might fix it. Well, first of all, there's a drought, so he is desperate. But second yeah. of all, he's like, yeah, why don't you meet me on the mountain, me all by myself and your literal army of prophets, and we'll deal with this. The Like, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you on that. Like, all right, you meet me at the playground, just me all by myself and the entire police force on your side. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> cool. I'll Take be there. <laughs> yeah, I guess, right. I guess if nothing but just morbid curiosity. He yeah, wants well, to see what's going to We're going to be 15 here. minutes late. We're stopping at Popeye's to fight the staff, and then we're going to be there. <laughs> Uh, so, so Ahab spits, sends word throughout all of Israel, gets everyone together, gets all the prophets, um, and Elijah goes before the people. And he's like, all right, how long are you guys going <laughs> to – damn it. This would have been the perfect place to make the you ain't black joke because that's basically what he does. <laughs> yeah. He says, how long are you going to basically flip-flop between the two opinions, between the fake gods and the real god? You know, if, you, if you're going to follow Baal, um, do it. But if you're going to follow God, follow him. Like, make don't do this fucking – flip-flop bullshit literally it is actually a fair assessment to be like if you can't decide between god or Baal, you ain't a real fucking jew yeah and it's it's true actually yeah, here it's it exactly work. literally you're not a jew if you can't yeah that elijah is right just like biden was <laughs> so. <laughs> he's like it's time to jew up boys <laughs> So it's funny, he gives this whole lecture, and it says, the people said nothing. And it's because I'm imagining they don't have shit to do with this. Right? Yeah, like, I, like they're what? like, I don't fuck. No. Listen, I'm also in the middle of a famine. I don't know if you knew. That it's, it, it'd be like if the Real Housewives of New York came in the middle of a fucking riot. I'd be like, okay, you got to decide who you like most. I'd be like, I, I don't know, man. I just got stabbed. I don't, you know. I don't, yeah, I, I do think Bethany is more likable. it's like if c it's like if cps showed up at someone's house where the kids were being sexually abused and lectured everyone about the dangers of sexual abuse including the children (laughs) you guys gotta you guys gotta pick a parent to stick with well they both rape us be like listen man are you a real fucking jew or what (laughs) oh no (laughs) no okay so elijah says to them i'm the only one of the lord's prophets left which Call back to that 100 prophets that Obadiah saved. Who fucking knows? Maybe they aren't real. Maybe it's like they're no true Scotsman. He's like, if they were real prophets, they'd be on this fucking mountain Mm. kicking dicks. Maybe they're still hiding. I don't know. Maybe that's why later on there can be prophets because those guys are Hmm. hidden. I don't think prophets are 
by blood. I think they're just they're anointed by God. Well, I mean, but the, literally, those prophets can just come out later and be like, okay. "Hey." So, for whatever reason, Elijah, for the purpose of this story, is the only true God prophet. So he says, "Look, I'm the only one, but Baal here has 450. So get two bulls for us. Let Baal's prophet choose whichever bull they want of the two. They can cut it into pieces, put it on the wood, but don't set it on fire yet." Because I'm going to take the other bull, put it on the wood, and not set it on fire either. And then they're going to call out the name of their god, and I'll call it the name of my god, and we'll see who motherfucking shows up. You it know? is see? it is pretty ballin'. I mean, Elijah coming off like a real badass, you know? Yeah, it's a good story, for sure. Yeah, he's I like, he's it. like, listen, here's how we'll decide whose god is real. You guys set up a sacrifice. I'll set up a sacrifice. It's going to get even more hardcore. This is a pretty good oh, story. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, tell you what, tell you what, here's the bet. We're both going to make just a bunch of rocks and a bull, and whoever can burn their bull wins. And they're like, yeah. okay, all right, that sounds pretty fair. He's like, and, I'll, and you know what, honestly, you can use actual wood and fu- and douse the shit with gasoline. It's fine. You Go, go nuts. Get a, get a 30-minute head start. And then- <laughs> <laughs> so plays they, out. they take a bull, they prepare it, and uh, they start, you know, shouting from morning till noon. It says, Bail, answer us. They're yelling at it. They're, ju- they're just trying to make some spontaneous combustion kick off. I've done it. Yeah. You know, I remember sitting in my bedroom as a child, just wishing that my house would burn down with my family. <laughs> just pranked, I, I, pranked I know, to bail, actually. I, I know. I would be sitting in class just like, I hope someone fucking shoots this place up. <laughs> God damn. Okay. That was before it was even that cool. Yeah, it was before uh, it was popular. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm not going to do it, but... No, obviously I mean, not. You're a good person. I definitely um, <laughs> would like and subscribe if I saw it happen. So here's where this shit really gets hardcore. So they're yelling for Bale to show up. And uh, at about noon, when they've been going all day, Elijah starts taunting them. He's like, hey, hey, maybe shout louder. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe Bale can't hear you. <laughs> like, I mean, just clowning him. What if he's like... Doing an errand. He probably just can't hear you guys. You know, it's like, uh, it'd be like you have this guy and you know, he's always talking about his dad, but you know, his dad is like, went for cigarettes and never came back. And he's like, once my dad gets back, he's going to kick your ass. Be like, maybe he's, have you tried calling again? (laughs) Call the gas station. Put up some flyers. Why don't you? (laughs) He is just fucking clowning these dudes. He just, he just, he just doesn't know you're there. He probably just, he probably just got lost or something. He, he even says, hey, you know, maybe he's asleep. Maybe you need to wake him up. <laughs> it's uh, fucking badass, honestly. And it, it, it's funny. So one of the ways, so the, the balls, they're just like, oh, this motherfucker. So they start even shouting louder. And then they start like cutting themselves and shit and being like, oh, we got to really step it up for bile. And which, which is awesome. If I were, if I was Elijah, I'd be like, yeah, keep it up. Maybe chop your balls off. Maybe that'll get his attention. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing everything you can imagine. Spraying blood, fucking yelling, screaming, what have you. Obviously, nothing has happened. As I can attest, I've tried this shit before. Yeah. <laughs> With a I will dog, do anything a, to get out a, of the Not a full ticket. cow. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so Elijah then says to all the people, all right, gather around. This dude is a master fucking showman. That's what this boils down to. All right. Let's not. This is. It's obviously some bullshit, yeah. but he can fucking put on a show. He's like, you saw the handicap I gave them. They've had a whole full day to try to yeah. get a thing. How, how do you think I'm going to do it? What are we going to do over here? So what he does is he sets up, um, he repairs the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down, obviously, by these filthy pagans. He takes 12 stones, one for each tribe descended from Jacob. And uh, to whom the, what is this? To whom the word of the Lord had come, whatever. 
So he takes the stones, he builds an altar, and then he digs a trench around it large enough to hold two seas of seeds. What is that? To hold 24 pounds of seed. I don't give a fuck. Cool. So he builds an altar around it. He puts some wood, cuts the bowl into pieces, lays it on the wood. And then he says, fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering. So it's pretty baller. He's like, listen, we, the whole the whole gimmick is who could get a fire going quick. And he's like, add more water. All right. All right. Now I want you to cover in a wet blanket. We're definitely going to prove who's God now. Okay. Have you tried throwing ice cubes in there? Yeah. It's like it's like if uh, you were seeing who could take the, the hit the best, and he just starts taking off all his protective gear. He's <laughs> like, I don't need a mouth guard. I don't need a fucking headset. Let's go. We're going to do the slap thing, but I'm going to cover my face in broken glass first. <laughs> exactly. And icy hot. So- <laughs> He takes, he takes, he has them put four jars of water, pour it onto the, to the sacrifice. And then he says, do it again. And they did it again. And then he says, do it a fucking third time. Yeah. And, and another one. And another, another one. <laughs> exactly. So at this point, it says the trench around the altar is full of water. They've poured so much fucking water that this thing is just drenched. Yeah. Right. I think we know what's about to happen. Right. So the time of the sacrifice comes. Elijah steps forward and he says, you know, he does the whole platitudes thing. God of Abraham, Isaac, Israel, blah, 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 blah. Fuck this shit up. And what happens? Then the fire of the Lord fell, burned up the sacrificed, the wood, the stones, and the soil, and licked up all the water from the trench. Just like, picture like a fucking nuclear explosion going off, yeah. basically, is what I'm imagining. Pretty, pretty ball. Take that ball, you, well, I almost called them Jews, but they're not. Yeah. Uh, so, well, they are. Kind of. Well, yeah, yeah. Not real Jews. Yeah, not at all. So uh, all the people see this. They immediately fall prostrate. They're crying out, oh, shit, we fucked up. You know, God, uh, you're the real one. You're the real one. You know, uncle. Um, it's a real, it's fucking pathetic. It's scene, a hard to be fuck. honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys look like a bunch of fucking cowards. They're afraid to worship their badass blood god. Yeah. It's like that's yeah. all it took was one fucking magic trick. Yeah, it's like me? it's like your kids can't decide which dad they want, you or her new boyfriend. And you're like, okay, whoever can make her orgasm first is the new dad. And I'm gonna fucking huh. I'm gonna wear four condoms. I don't care. I'm gonna do it as I'm gonna make it as hard as I can for me to get the job done. Huh? And you okay. kids watch, and then you'll be the judge. You'll see. Huh. That's interesting. That's an interesting thought you had. About this. So, uh, you know what would have been really awesome twist in this story? Is if uh, these guys were so devoted to Baal that after this happened, they all just killed themselves. Would have been. And it would have been. And then Elijah would have been like, well, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think the point is you don't need to. I'll, I'll take care of it, you know? Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Because what does Elijah do? <laughs> well, not just yet. We'll get there. Um, so, he, what he does do is he commands them to seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let any of these fucking pieces of shit get away. Uh, he brought them down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered them. It's uh, so then. It's a pretty yeah. cool scene. I mean, think about it. You got this entire army of prophets. They're screaming. They're cutting themselves. He's like, don't worry. Add some water to this fire. I'll, I'll show you some real fire. And then it just explodes. He's like, all right, now let's go get them. And yeah, Israel's like, kill all of them. I'm about it. Let's do a fucking pogrom. Hell yeah. So Elijah says to Ahab, now the king, he says, listen, go eat and drink, for there is a sound of a heavy rain coming. So Ahab went to eat. 
Uh, Elisha climbed to the top of the mountain and laid down on the ground and put his face between his knees. And then he says to his servant, this is weird. So we're getting into a bunch of numerology stuff now because, right, first we had the three show up, which was the, uh, what was the three? I mean, the three, were, three, I, years. three three years. Three years of drought. Three times okay. water was poured onto the f- fire. Correct. Now we have, he says to his servant, look towards the sea. The servant looks, says there's nothing. Seven times he tells his servant to do this. And on the seventh time, sure enough, the, pro- the servant says, uh, yeah, there's a cloud There's a cloud forming um, rising from the sea. So you got this weird, like, why seven? Why three earlier? I mean, devil's advocate here. I mean, I've definitely been like, I'm like, oh, dad, that's dad right now. You see the car coming, it isn't. I'm like, okay, now do it again. And like the seventh time, you're like, there he is. See, I told you. Yeah, but I think seven is is a number that shows up so much that it's not quite a coincidence. Well, I'm it's just saying, little... like, if, if, yeah, it wouldn't be a coincidence. I'd be like, yeah, I told you seven times. That's what it needed to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, show yeah. Up. Fair, fair. Like, yeah. After the fact, I'm going to say I did it on purpose. Yeah. So Elijah uh, says to the servant, go tell Ahab to hitch up his chariot and, uh, Go down, ride the fuck out of here before the rain starts, because it's a coming. The sky grows black, the winds are coming, uh, heavy rain starts falling, and Ahab goes to Jezreel. It says that the power of the Lord came on Elijah, tucked his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. So, now they're both in Jezreel. Which is and cool. That's the, yeah, that's the end of chapter 18. I think we can keep rolling with it, huh? Yeah, fuck it, let's finish okay, 19. Let's do it. You're welcome, audience. Yeah, giving you three chapters today because you've been all such good little boys and girls. Three chapters and another one. Oh, shit. Three chapters? Dude, these numbers just keep showing up. True. It's kind of spooky. It's kind of spooky. <laughs> all right. All right. So what's happening now? So Ahab comes to Jezreel and he tells Jezebel all that Elijah had done. Be like, hey, remember that uh, guy that caused the famine three years ago? She's like, yeah, I hate that guy. He's like, all right, well, you know those prophets you love? She's like, yeah, I love those guys. He's like, all right. <laughs> so <laughs> Elijah killed all of them. I don't know if you, I don't know if you have an opinion about that. But uh, yeah, pretty big whoopsie daisy on that one, huh? Yeah, he so, executed all the prophets with the sword. Knew how you love that. Jezebel is furious. She sends a messenger to Elijah. She doesn't fuck around. She's not about subterfuge. She's hardcore. She sends a messenger straight to Elijah that says, may God, the gods deal with me ever so severely. If by this time tomorrow, I don't take your life, uh, make your life like that of those you killed. So she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you within the next 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty hardcore. Like, let you be known that I swear to God, I'm going to kill you the same way you killed my boys. Like, all right, well, that's a pretty harsh threat from the queen of Israel. Yeah. And Elijah is a coward and ran. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it kind I've of clashes. Yeah. Kind of clashes with his earlier persona of doing this whole flex thing. Now he's scared. Yeah. Now he's running. Um, he gets to um, Beersheba and Judah, which now, right, different kingdom. Okay. Ber- Judah is still being run by Jehoshaphat. Mm-hmm. And uh, which isn't mentioned, but it is. And he uh, he goes for a day's journey into the wilderness. And it says he came to this broom bush where he sat down and prayed that he might die. Yeah, I kind of wonder, what that is. is it literally just like a bush that you would turn into a broom? Because mine calls it a broom tree. I'm assuming it's just sticks. It probably looks like a broom. 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It could be part of the wizarding world. I don't know. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard this term before, broom tree. But he, he goes underneath a broom tree and he Some prays to Seuss God, like, shit. oh, I think I'm about to die. Take yeah. my no, life, he's priest God. to God, let me die. Yeah. He says, I've seen enough shit. I'm done. You know, I'm tired of dealing with these fuckheads. I did. I showed off. I showed them your power. They still just want to kill me. Fuck this. I'm out. You know, deuces. So that's what he's planning on doing. He lays down. He falls asleep, kind of hoping that he's just not going to wake up. I've been there, right? We've all been there. It's <laughs> okay. You can there. talk about it. Every Men day. have feelings, too. Yeah. All right. Just a sad charade. This yeah. shadow existence continues on. Yeah. So an angel touches him. And the angel says, get up and eat. And Elijah looks around, and there by his head, there was some baked bread on hot coals. There's a jar of water. It's back in the money, baby. We're rolling. Yeah. So he's like, oh, fuck yeah. So he eats and drinks and then takes another nap. Why not? He wakes up again with the angel touching him. <laughs> and uh, the angel says, look, get up, eat again. There's a journey ahead of you. It's going to be too much. Um, you, need to, you need to fucking you know, get some energy from this food and water. So he gets up, he eats and drinks, and he's strengthened by the food. And he travels for 40 days and 40 nights until he reaches Horeb, the mountain of God. I believe that's where Moses died. Um, I think. Let's do that in the recap. I thought okay. Horeb was where Moses speaks to the Jews. And that's well, it has what, something like to do he, with Moses. Where he separates the two tribes, or he separates okay. the tribes in half and says, okay, you, there's a valley between you. Forward is Jericho and Israel. You know, let's let's go. So, I mean, I think Mount Horeb is part of that. It also might be the same mountain where the burning bush speaks to Moses the first time. That's but a, uh, maybe. But the, those mountains aren't really explained. They they are all assumed. I don't know if Mount Horeb is the same mountain that Moses spoke on, but they're not really named consistently, even if they were. Yeah. Regardless, it's he, Moses adjacent. Right. And it's interesting because Moses was in the desert for how long? 40 years. Here he is taking 40 days and nights to walk across the desert. There's a lot of – they're trying to align him with Moses um, in the same way that I think later they'll try to align Jesus with Elijah. They like, you know, to have their little Right, right, right. God symmetries. likes his motifs. Yeah, yeah. It's cute, I guess. And we are in the air. I mean, it's Beersheba. It's about as close to Egypt as you can get. That's where, like yeah. – uh, yeah. Abraham used to hang out and then go to Egypt and try to get his wife cucked. Hell yeah. That's badass. So, it's obviously within so, cucking distance. <laughs> if you, anything's cucking distance, you're going to vote like, enough. You, obviously, when you're trying to get your wife's blade, you set a certain distance limit on Tinder. You're like, of I'm not, not going to have anyone drive 100 miles to bang my wife. She's not worth that. <laughs> obviously. Uh, so... He's here at Mount Horeb, and the word of the Lord comes to him. Like, God's back, right? So it had been an angel up to this point talking to him and shit. God is here. God is uh, lighting shit on fire, talking to people. We haven't seen this in a while, right? Um, Like, this really God's hand in things. Mm -hmm. It's been more, oh, God helped them win the battle or whatever. Oh, God picked this person. It wasn't as obvious as it is right now. It it is kind of interesting because so so God comes down and is like, hey, Elijah, what's up? What are you doing down here? We're doing it at Mount Horeb. And Elijah's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know if you knew this, God, but I've been in Israel fucking shit up and just killing, you know, pagan priests and breaking up altars and kicking all the asses that need kicking. 
Yeah. Um, very, uh, I feel like he's probably a little pissed off. Like, do you, are you kidding me, God? Like, do you mean where <laughs> am I, what am I doing? Like, I've doing everything you wanted me to. You knew this. You fucking told me to do it. Yeah. I, um, where, where do you think I've been for the last three fucking years eating nothing but pancakes all day long? <laughs> right. Which does sound Did you awesome, not know that I was fair. there? Did I, like... I would do that. So he explains, yeah, I'm the only, I'm the last fucking prophet and they're trying to kill me too. They're trying to fucking wipe out all the prophets. So God says, look, go stand on the mountain. This is really poetic and beautiful. So buckle up. I'm going to read this verbatim. God says, go stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord because I'm going to, I'm going to pass by you. Um, and now remember with Moses, this came, same kind of shit happened where Moses was allowed to see God's back. Remember that? Um, yeah, he was like, you're not going to see me. I'm going to put you in the cleft of a rock. That's what he did. Moses put in the cleft of a rock, and he passed yeah. as a wind. And Correct. That's the same so, thing he does to Elijah. Sort of. It says, then a great and powerful wind tore the mountain apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood on the mouth of the cave. And then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I've been very zealous for the Lord Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, put your prophets to death with the sword. I'm the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me too. It's the exact same dialogue repeated. So it's kind of, this would be beautifully beautifully done cinematically, I think. This would be really cool looking. But God says to him this time, go back the way you came. Go to the desert of Damascus. And when you get there, anoint Haziel, king over Aram. Anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel, right, to replace Ahab. And anoint Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, son of Shaphat from Abel, to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put to death anyone who escapes the sword of Haziel, and Elisha will put to death anyone who escapes the sword of Jehu. So basically, he's setting up a whole like new hierarchy of leadership. So this would be like you go back to like Truman, and you're like, "Hey, I killed Hitler," and the guy and Truman's just like, "Who?" And you're like, "No, Hitler. The whole the war, the fight." You're like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Great work, great work. Do you like to see juggling?" And then he just juggles a bit. <laughs> you're like, "Oh, that is pretty. Thank you." <laughs> I was worried you'd yeah. forgotten about me, but it's <laughs> like, nah, not at all, not at all. Do you want, like, something to drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very weird dynamic that God and Elijah, so I'm going to be fucking that up all the time for the yeah. next couple episodes, yeah, it. but it's it's a weird dynamic that he has with Elijah, but it's cool because now, finally, he answers him, he gives him a way forward, God's been absent for fucking ever, um, and he's like, look, we got to actually put some good dudes in charge. We're going to fucking do a purge, right? You need a purge. Surely these kings won't be evil. Oh, yeah. There's no way. I'm still no real way. confident about it. They're, We're they, not going to find another evil king Eight ever. times the charm. We're completely... I think we've run out of evil kings, I yeah. would imagine. I mean, this last one was as evil as it gets. Surely God's going to try to course correct. I I, yeah, actually, I have yeah. no idea. I have not read past this chapter, so I don't know, but it would this be isn't... funny if it were. You know, like, <laughs> I, I wonder if God will learn his lesson, but we'll see. So... He's like, don't worry, you're gonna you're gonna elect a new king over Israel, a new king over um, he says Aram. Like, it's a new place, yeah. I guess basically you're gonna elect two new kings and a new prophet, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take over, bitch. You're gonna fuck shit up. 
And so he says, you're going to kill everyone, basically, because all the Israelites were bad. So you're going to kill everyone, except um, I re- I'm going to reserve 7,000 people in Israel. And those are the people whose knees have not bowed down to Baal and whose mouths have not kissed them. God so, damn, that uh, is some numbers, though. 7,000 yeah. is the only good Jews left in Israel? Yikes. How many? There's got to be about 5 million, at least. I- I'm almost wondering, yeah, if, if they've maintained, the if they've maintained... Their birth rates. Uh, sure. I'm assuming their birth rates went up since they were slaves, but they entered Israel as two million people like four or five hundred years ago. Yeah. And now there's only seven thousand good Jews out of whatever that number is. It's fucking nuts. I mean, there's no, we have three hundred million people in America. There's not seven thousand good people here. <laughs> yeah, so that's for damn sure. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. God. Wink, wink. Nudge, yeah, nudge. Yeah. You should bring so. a you should bring a plague, God, if you got the <laughs> balls for it, like a real plague, not this pussy ass shit. Okay, guys. So Elijah goes, leaves God, uh, finds Elisha, his new counterpart, who was plowing. Uh, look, now time for some more numerology. It says he was plowing his field with twelve yoke of oxen, um, and he was driving one of those, the twelfth. So it, I think the implication here is that, one, he's got 12 oxen, so 12 tribes, whatever. I don't know. Bada but bing, the other boom. thing is, how rich do you have to be to plow a field with 12 fucking oxen? I I barely have the one oxen. Yeah. You yeah. only have stupid-ass chickens. Yeah. They can't even <laughs> plow a field. Yeah, they can't plow a field. But uh, so, so, it, so Elijah is a rich dude, I think is the implication. And it's going to become kind of a important context going forward just understand elijah is a rich boy plowing his rich ass field in the middle of a fucking famine with 12 Almost. oxen i mean it's it's not it much rained a couple of work. days ago yeah 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 it's raining again so you got to be plowing so elijah sees him and goes up to him and throws his cloak around him because uh, prophets are fucking weird obviously yeah, they're very forward just just be glad he couldn't afford any oil yeah, right. It would have been like he just won the Super Bowl. Like Elijah's like, yeah, just naked, dumps it over his shoulder. Soaking wet. He's naked. <laughs> so so Elijah basically dripping, said, boy. Elijah says, Elijah, you know, it's time to go. Elijah, Elisha says, all right, let me go kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I'll come back with you. And Elijah says, sure enough, go back. What have I done to you? Which I don't know what that question means. Um, Elisha goes back, he takes his yoke of oxen, slaughters them all, uses the plowing equipment to cook the meat, and gives it to the people, and they ate. And then he set out to follow Elijah and become his servant. Padawan time, what's up? I think, I kind of wonder, so here's how I interpreted that. Elijah tells Elisha, hey, you're about to be the new prophet for God. You're about to start a new life as the mouthpiece of God. And Elijah's like, okay, well, let me just go, like, say goodbye to my parents and, like, set my affairs in order. And Elijah's like, did I fucking stutter? You're a man of God now, dick. And he's like, okay, fuck it. So Elijah killing his oxen and then burning them with his plow is kind of like, you know, initially he was, like, kind of like, oh, let me go back to my family. Let me hold on to these ties a little bit. Yeah. You know, let me not fully commit. And Elijah's yeah. like, stop dicking around. We got get, – get in the van. We're saving Israel, you know? Yeah, this like, is how cults work. Yeah. Um, and it, also, interestingly enough, we're going to see this exact same shit mirror, mirrored with Jesus. Uh, when Jesus goes and chooses his disciples, some of them are like, oh, but I got to say goodbye. And he's like, fuck you then. Next. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, it, it's like it's like it's like all right, it's time to go. And you're like, can I kiss my wife goodbye? Kiss your wife goodbye. You don't have time for a wife. Go kill her. You're wifeless now. <laughs> you got a new wife. It's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, literally the bride of Christ. Yes. Right. So, um, that's how things went, and that is the end of chapter nineteen. Three big bad chapters out of the way. Uh, wah wah wee wah. Kind of metal. Sorry, that's probably copyright. I can't say that. What. I said the Borat thing. Oh. Anyways, uh, so we are at the end of 19. We're getting near the end of the book of First Kings. In fact, we'll probably finish it in our next episode. If we put our minds to it. Sure, fuck it. Three chapters will do it. Three more chapters, right? We can do that again. Then we'll recap this shit. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, so how do you guys like Elijah? <laughs> kind of metal. I'm not quite sure why he gets a glass of wine at Passover, but... Oh, you'll find out later. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, yeah. I don't gotta get it yet. But he's um, a f- filthy truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's why you put out cookies for John Goodman. You're like that guy. Eats. <laughs> Just you know. I didn't know we did that. Put those carrots away. He ain't gonna touch them. He wants the gravy. Just a big ass fucking jug of gravy. <laughs> Man's gotta eat. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So that was an episode. Um, but. Metal, 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 metal. So we had God kill the kid so that he could bring him back, which is funny. My, my dad did the same shit. I remember I got bad grades once, and he uh-huh. was like, check this shit out. And he took me to the pool, and he drowned me. And then he did the yeah. CPR, and he came back. And I was like, ha! Oh. And he's like, see? You really got to focus in school. And I was like, how long that was actually... that? He was like, two minutes. And I was like, that's <laughs> that's too much. I know you're joking, but you actually did that to me at res- wrestling practice once. So yeah. you remember that? I'm a prophet. I, I you took, choked I, me out at wrestling I, practice until I passed out. Which I took is super dangerous. I took but the anyway. lessons I learned. And I, I clearly <laughs> okay, cool. I I had a hand on your pulse. Yeah, great. No, definitely medical. Sixteen-year-old uh, medical doctor pulled <laughs> me. You were both my executioner and my nightingale savior, nurse. Savior, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am as God. I take. I give. I guess so. You definitely have a God complex. So. <laughs> but uh, so fun. God was like, by the way, in case Elijah, in case people aren't taking you seriously, I'll kill a kid. That's fine. Bring him back. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to do some bird magic. I'm going right. to do some flower and oil magic. I, I'm going to make a mountain explode. That was fun. How far away are we from Job? Uh, I don't know. I honestly, know. I somewhere. Really, I mean, it's I in the Bible. No idea. Um we are like a fucking, we're like a quarter to a third way through the Bible. That's wild. You're welcome, audience. How much Bible are you guys getting? <laughs> too much. I'm too much. I'm yeah. too deep in. But um, I don't know. It just, so it, deep. we'll get to it. I I think. Job is a long way off. I'll uh, say that okay. right now. Because we're on page 370 and Job starts at like the late 500s. Okay. So another year from now. Um, so <laughs> but Literally, Yeah, at least. Probably. Um. I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting thing. I, I guess he's God. So he he's like, yeah, I'll kill a kid. I mean, I'm just going to have my priest stretch over him a few times, bring him back. No harm, no foul, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's a cool. But at least he's like, yeah, by the way, in case you were wondering, I really am uh, ordained by God. I kind of wonder if things were just getting kind of tense in, like, the place. They're like, you know what? Like, the, 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 the kid was like, mom, can you kick this guy out like it's just weird he's cramping our style and then yeah. elijah's like i gotta do something to like really ingratiate myself to these people i'm gonna start poisoning sure. him and then i'm gonna jerk off on him Ooh. and then i'm gonna bring him back and they're gonna be like wow definitely don't kick me out of the house yeah all six centuries uh, 
I like this. Yeah. So you think it was like a, a Munchausen's by proxy type yeah, thing Munchausen going on? Yeah, by proxy, you know? Like over like a Rasputin thing. Like every time they try to kick him out, the kid gets sick. And he's like, look at me. I saved him. Man of God here. <sighs> wow. So all the priests of Baal are dead through some mob justice. That's fun. Yeah. Um. Glad it happened. Glad we got, you know, kind of a fun episode. Kind of not a uh, not a drag like a lot of them have been recently. Not just this one wasn't just like lineage, you know. We right. didn't get we actually it was one king the entire time. We weren't like going through fucking a handful of kings. I, I prefer God killing uh, non Jews. I mean, call me a racist, fine. But when God kills actual Jews, I'm like, I don't know about this God. But when he kills yeah. people who aren't Jewish, I'm like, now we're talking. Now, yeah, that's the kind of sure. God I signed up for. Who, 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 yeah, who, who, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it's been quite a ride and we're I'm I'm interested to see just how this uh butchery plays out. Yeah. I guess that'll probably happen next week. So, I'm kind of on my you know. Do you think they learned their lesson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have they right. yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that Netanyahu guy. I just hope he, I, I yeah, feel yeah, he's yeah. anointed by God. I'm sure he's not corrupt or anything. Uh, what's our uh, what's our new Twitter handle? I guess. Well, uh, we still haven't really discussed that yet. It's in the works, folks. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, but you can still email us, and you haven't. But you can still email us at revelationspodcast at gmail dot com. We're probably going to have to like open up a shadow Twitter the same way like Hillary has a shadow presidency. Like we're we're doing oh, all the work. Wait, but I love really... this conspiracy. Wait, wait, wait! Is your conspiracy theory that Donald Trump is a puppet for Hillary Clinton <laughs> so that she can do everything she wanted Listen, to do? We all know that he's using FEMA to round up pedophiles as part of PizzaGate. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's so brave for a guy to become an anti-pedophile crusader after raping a 13-year-old girl. You got to respect that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>